Good morning, buenos dias, sophomores. Today is Friday, the 20th of March, 2020. Friday, the 20th of March, 2020. This marks the end of our first week of remote learning. So thank you for hanging in there and persevering with me. Today, we're going to start with a quick joke. And our joke of the day is, what happens to a frog's car when it breaks down? What happens to a frog, a frog's car, when it breaks down? The frog's car gets towed away. <laughs> it gets towed away because it's a frog's car. That is our joke of the day, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get started with class, let us move to prayer. And we remember that we are in the holy presence of God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, our loving creator and father, we thank you for this day and the gifts that you give us. Thank you for bringing us to another day to be with each other, to learn about you, to grow in knowledge of you so that we can better love you and love the world you've created and love the people in it. Lord, we pray that we would be generous as your son, your son Jesus teaches us through his passion and death, which we read today. In the Gospel of Matthew. And together we pray the prayer that we learned in ninth grade religion. Lord, teach me to be generous. Teach me to serve you as you deserve, to give and not to count the cost, to fight and not to heed the wounds, to toil and not to seek for rest, to labor and not to look for any reward, save that of knowing that I do your holy will. Amen. We pray, for, we pray for all of those prayer intentions that are on our hearts, and we ask the saints and our Holy Mother Mary to pray for them and to ask God to answer them according to his holy plan. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. San Miguel, pray for us. St. John Baptist de La Salle, pray for us. Saints Francis and Dominic, pray for us. Live Jesus in our hearts forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's great to pray with you all today, ladies and gentlemen. This is what we are doing in religion class today. So you will see in Google Classroom a document posted that has an overview, and I will read parts of it for us before we get started. So today your task is to listen to my podcast, which you already started, which is great of Matthew chapter 27 through chapter 28 and follow along in your own Bible. As I read to you, as we read together, I want you to annotate for at least two different things. Firstly, verses that explicitly show the Paschal mystery. So annotate for those either underlining or highlighting or whatever works best for you. That's our first thing we're annotating, verses that show the Paschal mystery. The second thing that we're annotating for is words that we do not know the meaning of. I want you to find at least three of each of these and mark these clearly in your Bible. As we read, as Mr. Shovelin reads aloud to you, that's what I want you to do as we read. After we've finished reading, I will give you more directions on what we are to do next. If you have any questions on the directions so far, please email Mr. Shovlin or check in with me otherwise, 
and we will figure out how to help you. So right now, your task is to get your Bible out <clears throat> or your family's Bible if you didn't bring a Bible home and to go to Matthew chapter 27, verse 27. Go to Matthew chapter 27, verse 27. For those of us who are using our Catholic Youth Bible, this is on page 1369. Again, for those of us who have the Bible from religion class, this is on page 1369. As we go, you're annotating four verses that show the Paschal Mystery and words you do not know the meaning of. We are picking up from where we left off at the end of class yesterday. Here we begin. This is Matthew chapter 27, verse 27. Then the soldiers of the governor took Jesus inside the praetorium and gathered the whole cohort around him. They stripped off his clothes and threw a scarlet military cloak about him. Weaving a crown out of thorns, they placed it on his head and a reed in his right hand. And kneeling before him, they mocked him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. They spat on him and took the reed and kept striking him on the head. When they had mocked him, they stripped him of the clothes, dressed him in his own clothes, and led him off to crucify him. As they were going out, they met a Cyrenian named Simon. This man they pressed into service to carry his cross. And when they came to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull, they gave Jesus wine to drink mixed with gall. But he had, when he had tasted it, he refused to drink. After they had crucified him, they divided his garments by casting lots. Then they sat down and kept watch over him there. And they placed over his head the written charge against him. This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and the other on his left. Those passing by reviled him, shaking their heads and saying, You who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself if you are the Son of God and come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests with the scribes and the elders mocked him and said, He saved others, but he cannot save himself. So he is the king of Israel. Let him come down from the cross now, and we will believe in him. He trusted in God. Let God deliver him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. The revolutionaries who were crucified with Jesus also kept abusing him in the same way. From noon onward, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried in a loud voice, cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Some of the bystanders who heard it said, this one is calling for Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran to get a sponge. He soaked it in wine and putting it on a reed, gave it to him to drink. But the rest said, wait, let us see if Elijah comes to save him. But Jesus cried out again in a loud voice and gave up his spirit. And behold, the veil of the sanctuary was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth quaked, rocks were split. 
Tombs were open, and the bodies of many saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming forth from their tombs after his resurrection, they entered the holy city and appeared to many. The centurion and the men with him who were keeping watch over Jesus feared greatly. When they saw the earthquake and all that was happening, they and they said, Truly, this was the Son of God. There were many women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering to him. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. When it was evening, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself was a disciple of Jesus. He went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate ordered it to be handed over. Taking the body, Joseph wrapped it in a clean linen and laid it in his new tomb that he had hewn in the rock. And he rolled a huge stone across the entrance of the tomb and departed. But Mary Magdalene and the other Mary remained sitting there facing the tomb. The next day, the one following the day of preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that this imposter, while still alive, said, After three days I will be raised up. Give orders then that the grave be secured until the third day, lest his, lest his disciples come and steal him and say to the people, He has been raised from the dead. This last imposture would be worse than the first. Pilate said to them, The guard is yours. Go and secure it as best as you can. So they went and secured the tomb by fixing a seal to the stone and setting the guard. That's the end of Matthew chapter 27. We're going to continue to Matthew chapter 28. And Matthew chapter 28. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven, approached, rolled back the stone, and sat upon it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards were shaken with fear of him and became like dead men. Then the angel said to the women in reply, Do not be afraid. I know that you are seeking Jesus the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead, and he is going before you to Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Then they went away quickly from the tomb, fearful yet overjoyed, and ran to announce this to his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them on their way and greeted them. They approached and embraced his feet and did him homage. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going, some of the guard went into the city and told the chief priests all that had happened. They assembled with the elders and took counsel. Then they gave a large sum of money, sum of money to the soldiers, telling them, You are to say, His disciples came by night and stole him while we were asleep. And if this gets to the ears of the governor, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. 
The soldiers took the money and did as they were instructed. And this story has circulated among the Jews to the present day. The eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached them and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been handed has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. That's the end of the Gospel of Matthew. And so at this point, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to, you can read over the text once more on your own and pause this clip. But I will explain to you now what we are doing with the text today. So after you finish reading, which we just did, and hopefully you will either annotate now that we finished reading or you annotated while we were reading, you are annotating for at least three verses that explicitly show the Paschal mystery. Remember, Paschal mystery means the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. At least three verses showing that. And then hopefully you've also annotated for at least three words or phrases that you do not know the meaning of. Once you've finished that, find a sheet of paper that you can use. You can either use a notebook sheet or a sheet that you were working on for our cognitive guide from yesterday or our, our grid from yesterday. The next thing that you're going to do, and if you're following along with me on the Google Doc, is step number two. On that sheet of paper, I want you to write one word from the passage that you don't know the meaning of. I want you to define it using a dictionary or an online dictionary. Then I want you to write that word in a sentence that makes sense to you. So use that word based on its definition in a sentence that shows me that you know what it means. You cannot use one of the verses in the Bible. After you've looked at one of those words that you do not know the meaning of, you're going to go to handwriting, citing, and quoting three verses that explicitly show the Paschal mystery from the passage we read today. I do not need you to write out the whole verse from those verses that you're choosing, but at least three words of the verse and also citing the passage. So you'd say something like Matthew chapter 27, verse X. Once you've written those quotes out, I want you to explain why each of those verses shows, a, shows the Paschal mystery in its particular verse. And I want you to write these in complete sentences. So you should have at least one complete sentence per those three verses that show the Paschal mystery. To submit this work, I want you to take pictures of your annotations from your Bible and from your handwritten sheet of paper and post these to Google Classroom. So you should have a picture of your annotations or pictures of your annotations from your Bible and a picture of your sheet of paper where you reflected on your annotations. That is what you're turning in today. And the second part of what you're turning in today is a brief 11 question survey in Google Classroom. Most of it is simply filling in boxes, marking a box for what is most correct for you. So it's pretty straightforward. There's a tiny bit of writing but that will really help me 
to know how we're doing so far with our remote learning in general and for religion class. I hope that you all are doing well. Please let me know if you need help with anything, if you need prayers for anything, or have any other concerns. I'm available today via email, and I will get back to you over the weekend if I don't get back to you today. Thank you for your good work, ladies and gentlemen. Keep it up and be people of hope. God bless you.